There is a Thursday night football game on week 14. Um, I guess it's we'll debatable. talk about it. I guess we'll talk about it. It's not a, much of an NFL football game, but we still think we found winners, as uh, unbelievable as that may sound. That's what the show is all about. We're going to find winners. We're going to make money. Let's preview week 14. This is the Player Profiler Pick a Power Hour starting now. Welcome back to the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour. We're your hosts, Mahan Runka and Trevor Tipton. As usual, we are coming off a of week 13 that uh, kind of set us up for week 14 because week 13, we got three good primetime games. Um, we got some winners out of you, Trevor. Shout out the man, the myth, the legend, legend of the show. Go to the program, Rashad White. Clap it up for him. Uh, Trevor, let's talk about week 13, first of all. Shout out to you for getting back in the winning column. You've been giving out so much green on the underdog pick generator, but you finally back uh, with it with the winning two piece. Man, it was starting to get frustrated. I was, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we have to buy a Rashad White jersey at this point. Like he is, uh, he's delivered for us. Got uh, got that last carry at the end of the game, which we needed. Got us over. It was, uh, I'll take it because uh, I've done so well on the generator, and uh, we just we switched roles. You and I started so good. And then uh, we swapped it out, right? It was never a doubt. Yep. It might have been, you know, the like second to actual last play of the game, but never a doubt, right? <laughs> right. And uh, for those who aren't listening on podcasts, so we are live every Wednesday and Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but on podcast, uh, we only upload the main shows on Wednesday. Um, we're screen sharing right now the, the winning entry. Michael Pittman, shout out to him. The alpha stays the alpha in that very good Colts-Titans game. Uh, no sweat on the higher than six and a half receptions, but Rashad White with the 30-yard uh, dash, so to speak, um, at the end of the game to, to get us green. Um, so shout out to them uh, for giving us a winner. The week uh, 13 pick'em generator overall was kind of mediocre. I believe we went seven and five, something like that. But over the last few weeks, we've been awesome on the underdog pick generator, and we're around 60% on the season. And uh, if you've been like our Discord members, picking out some winners, um, you know, pick three, pick four, pick five, and getting us uh, and get yourself green entry through the pick generator, it's not too late to join. It's part of the all-in package, uh, and you can get it under the DFS Dominator. And you could play on Underdog using promo code Underworld upon entry to tail these winners. Um, but um, I just want to talk a little bit more about Week 13 football since that's what I'm more interested in than this uh, Thursday night football game. Christian Watson, I uh, want, to, want to remind people, remind the people who are listening to this, yeah, you, you tweeted at me that Christian Watson was Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You tweeted at me that he's a bust. You tweeted at me that he's not good even when he plays. Shut up. Get some help. Christian Watson went healthy on a per-snap basis, is elite, uh, an elite talent. And the breakout finder never lied. Uh, the, the stats from his rookie year never lied. The man is great, but it's safe to say he's injury-prone, right? Keep keeps uh, getting bothered by that same hamstring. It's safe to say that. But you got to accept that when he does play – He's explosive, and he's an absolute alpha, and he proved that again. Uh, and he, he just put a, a bow um, on one of my favorite weeks of NFL football in recent times because DK Metcalf, Christian Watson, combined for five touchdowns, two guys we have in the season-long entry, give a, giving us a little bit of life. Um, and, of course, Zeke, also part of the season-long entry. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But technically also has some life. Um, 
and we'll, we'll talk about week 14 soon, but just want to put this out there that Christian Watson is here as long as he's healthy. And I also want to want to tie this into, you know, we've talked about CJ Stroud a lot on the show and how you tie a great quarterback to some good players and good things will happen. They tied the, the Texans tied uh, CJ Stroud to tank Dell and, uh, and Nico Collins. And it's working out beautifully. Poor, poor Tang Dell. He's going to come back stronger than ever. He's going to be great for many years to come. But I also want to tie this to the Packers because uh, Jordan Love is not a great quarterback, and he's played like a great one over the last couple of weeks. The results have been there. But he's not great, and he's not anywhere near C.J. Stroud. That's not what my point is. But before the season, I pushed a lot of Jordan Love for fantasy football agendas. Here he is. He's top 10 in fantasy scoring. And I think fantasy-wise and real-life-wise, it's just proof that – Regardless of who you have at quarterback, as long as he's he's a, he's a serviceable NFL quarterback, if you can tie him to great talent, which is what the Packers have done, good things can happen, and uh, you can see ceiling. And that's what the Packers have done with Jordan Love, who has his flaws, and even in this two-game winning streak, um, has not looked great, has actually made a bunch of mistakes, but has gotten away with it because he has the playmakers. This is also without Luke Musgrave and without Aaron Jones, who are both good players. He's been doing it on the backs of Christian Watson, uh, Dontavion Wicks, and Jaden Reed. Um, and I won't mention the other wide receiver, but those three guys have been outstanding for the Packers. So shout out to the Packers for for connecting their quarterback of the future with some great weapons. I want to remind everybody, because it pisses me off every day, that Christian Watson is so good that he got my 49ers to trade up for Trey Lance. Never forget that. That's how good Christian Watson was in college alone. He got the Niners, who, if you look at our draft record, short of that Trey Lance, Lynch and Shandy have done a pretty solid job. Nobody's perfect. But reminder, Christian Watson is so good, they got Trey Lance drafted at the top of the NFL. Just don't forget that. What, what um, a little nugget there. I I, I, I forgot to mention that. And uh, it it's it's uh, it's a good reminder that when you're watching a quarterback film in college that you need to you need to have context. And it's also a good reminder of why you should have the breakout finder, because it corrects for all of this stuff. Right. And the breakout finder told us that Christian Watson was the man. So shout out to you for that nugget. Yeah. So we will not longly talk about my 49ers, but um, they announced their presence with authority against the Eagles. Um, it is a, we expose what we do. They expose. They have had problems over the middle. Jalen hurts has made up for it. And then we just, we showed when we're healthy and fully rolling, um, what we can do now. I'm interested because watching that game, Shani has other packages. He didn't unleash. So I'll be, I think we see next time they play. Cause I would be shocked if they don't play in the NFC playoffs. Anything can happen, but I would be shocked. I think you're going to see some uh, Trent Pullen and CMC running down their throat. And if you go watch the film of that game, go watch what Trent did to Mr. Carter. Now, if anybody knows me, they know I'm a Carter fan. I think the kid's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I love him. I can't believe because of what happened, the Eagles got him. Like how he just is amazing as a GM. Uh, and I, I have no problem saying that, but go watch the film. Trent welcomed that kid to the league. Uh, and there was many times he, you can see, he just didn't have the skill set yet to go against 
arguably the best all-around player in the NFL. Offense, defense, quarterback, uh, trends, that guy. So that was fun. Um, I Let's talk a little fantasy for a second. Tank and Kirk are brutal for me. Um, that is major, major blows for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, man, I had some jugger, literal juggernauts and, uh, you know, an FFPC and some, you know, NFC and I'm, I'm going to be struggling. Those were two of my guys. So, uh, but we'll grind away. We'll figure out a way to make it work. And then let's talk about like, so you want to talk about back. I want to talk about what I'm excited for this week because it is not this Thursday night game. Uh, (laughs) there is no part of me that is like, man. I can't wait to watch this Thursday night game this week. Like, I'm so excited. This is going to be amazing. Like, this is going to be like the game. Uh, no one's going to say that. So, uh, hard pass. Um, I am excited for Buffalo, Kansas City. Uh, I think Buffalo is going to take them. So, that's uh, that's an interesting one to me. Um, you know, you guys, if you want to talk about this game, we'll talk about the biggest lines a little. Uh, Pittsburgh's minus 260 favorites the over under so i put a tweet out if you guys want to go look at the data this is the first time i believe it was since 2006 there has been an over under in the nfl at 30 points like that is lunacy and i think there's a chance it closes at 29 and a half which is like bananas guys it's and it's only happened like six or eight other times i'd have to go look it up again um so it's there I think sneaky games to look at. We'll talk a little bit more about Friday. I think the Rams Ravens is going to sneakily be a good game, right? Kyrie's back. They're healthy. Um, the Rams are in the playoff hunt. So they're actually playing for something now in the NFC. Um, Jacksonville, obviously, right? Trevor Lawrence, Kirk, like brutal for them. Um, and then I'm, I, I want to ask your opinion. What do you think about Zach Wilson saying, Telling the Jets, well, we want to start you again, and him saying no. I think it's uh, safe to say that Zach Wilson might not have that dog at him um, uh, on the field, to be clear. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, I mean, since we're mentioning both of them on the same show, just uh, two guys that uh, – probably my two biggest misses at quarterback – like since you know avidly being a fan and watching college football and and the nfl just two guys that i thought would be good players in the nfl um so since we mentioned both on the show at the same time um shout out zach wilson uh you uh you showed up in front of the swifties but it might be over for you and it might be over for 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 the jets because aaron Rodgers not coming back this year obviously um and you know i cash my jets under nine and a half wins but i can't even you know Celebrate that on Twitter because we're going to have people saying, oh, the Aaron Rodgers is worth seven wins. Yeah, I bet. Um, oh, oh, I, I, I don't I, – I can't even listen to them. They just make my brain hurt. So, but, uh, yeah. But, but to your point, I do think the, the Bills-Chiefs game will be the game of the week. This is, uh, I, this is two teams that are trending in the opposite directions. You have the Chiefs where – People are finally starting to catch up to the fact that they, they're frauds, and I've been saying it since week one, um, that this is the worst Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey roster um, you know, in that era. They've given them about as little help as humanly possible. Um, and uh, the Bills, on the other hand, they see some life not just with their play, you know, hanging with the Eagles, but also you mentioned Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk getting hurt. I have... 
I have I have futures on the Jaguars, and huh. they're dead, right? Because because yep. uh, Christian Kirk is done, uh, and Trevor Lawrence is is done for a while. So they're de- those futures are dead. The AFC has opened up a little bit, right? And the Ravens lost Mark Andrews. The Jaguars lost, you know, whatever relevancy they have left rest of the season. It's over for them. Bengals were out a long time ago. The AFC is open. And if the Bills make it to the playoffs, this could be one of the the great stories um, of recent memory in the AFC. So I'm looking forward to what that game has in store. I think that's going to be the game of the week and probably a game where we target Pickens. Um, and another game I want to mention, since since uh, we have been talking a lot of 49ers, the Seahawks 49ers spread is 10 and a half. Um, upon, like, without even, you know, I'm going to come out with like my game line article tomorrow, um, and we'll see where I go with that. But this, this that's just off face value is a fat spread to me. Um, and it tells me that the best way to approach that game is through Pickham's. Um, I want to see the battle between DK Metcalf getting his potential revenge against Jarvarius Ward and Brandon Ayuk. Um, Cause the last time, you know, Brandon, you know, Brandon Ayuk's faced the, the Seahawks many times, but most of the times he didn't have a quarterback attached to him. Right. Um, and the last time they faced off the 49ers dominated from the get go. I think that Seattle's not going to win this game, but at least for the first half of the game, they're going to keep this competitive and they might, jump out to a lead just like they did against the Cowboys because the Seattle roster is overall not bad. Um, and they, they, you know, facing the, the team the second time is always, you know, a, a spot I want to target. And the 49ers are coming off. There's the statement win of, of the season. To me, it wasn't really much of a statement because I know both of us agree that the 49ers are way better than the Eagles, but to a lot of people it's a statement game. So I think, you know, prediction, we're going to, I'm going to, at least one of us is going to have picks for Sunday in that game, uh, in, in our bonus show on Friday. Uh, don't forget Debo owns the Seahawks owns them. And we won our pick him with him last time. Um, that's just, you know, certain matchups they own funny about that game. So that game opened at 12 and a half, uh, when they released lines Monday night, it got down to nine and a half. It's back to 10 and a half. Um, it's too much like 12 and a half is lunacy like that. I love my team. I love them. This is a second matchup, and Seattle's playing for a playoff spot for a wild card. We're playing for the first seed. I get it, but man, second time around, uh, division rival. Yeah, it just it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points to give up. I uh, I definitely wouldn't bet like I did uh, the Niners this week. I had all these Eagles fans chirping me. I used uh, one of uh, Player Profiler's other partners bet openly. Uh, I gave out seven and a half and told you. I gave everybody plus seven and a half. I said, come take my money. And uh, I should have done more. So uh, yeah. that that was fun. But, uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting spot. Um, and then, you know, talking about that, the team that I think the AFC, like, that could sneak in with their terrible defense is Miami now to the Super Bowl. Like, Miami, if they could, you know, if they just turn the gas on, uh, might be able to get there. And then, for me, the actual – like the game that matters the most this week in terms of playoff picture for a team is the Detroit Lions, right? The Bears have owned them. Can the Lions, you know, they've they've been trending in the wrong direction. Can they turn it around? So that's, uh, uh, you know, I, they're going to have to, you know, use St. Brown. They're going to have to use Laporta. 
they, they need to bring their A game this week. But, you know, Chicago, historically, there's going to be some weather there. You know, it looks like a bad field. Ask the Niners what happened when they showed up in Chicago with that bad field. So that'll be an interesting spot. So these games are much more fun to talk about than this atrocious monstrosity they have going for Thursday night. But but we will anyway, and uh, we think we found some winners. Uh, there's not many options, but we're about to get into it. Shout out to Manuel, who's in the chat. Shout out to Anthony, who's always in the chat with us. We appreciate you for joining. We're about to get into this ugly monstrosity of a competition that they call NFL football. But before that, let's hear a word from the Podfather. All right, I want to take a moment today to talk to you about data analysis. The data analysis tool, we listen to the users. What do you want? What do you need? And we made it happen. We added popular reports like a fantasy scoring report, air yards report. And if you want to create a new report, but you don't necessarily want to look through every field, we have quick results. Hey, show me the most popular passing data. Show me the most popular rushing data, fantasy data. Done. And the thing just is much faster than it's ever been. And the report builder got a lot easier. I mean, check this out. We break it down into offense, defense. Show me just fantasy data elements. And then when you get results, hey, show me by draft year. Let's take a look at just certain players that played a certain number of snaps or a certain number of games last year. This is the tool that so many of you have been asking for, plus a bunch of dream features that Billy wanted and Cody wanted and I wanted and Dario wanted. So go to the Fantasy Tools section, click on Data Analysis, or go to playerprofiler.com slash data-analysis. We're back on the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour, where we're about to do the impossible task of finding winners in this Week 14 Thursday night football game. It's the ugly games where, you know, it feels like Vegas is going to be more sharp than us and the pick and board is going to be more sharp than us. But we proved time and again that, We've we've won in ugly games before, okay. and it, this is it's not going to be the first time we win. It's not going to be our last time we win an ugly game. We're going to do it again, Trevor. You mentioned right before the break that this uh, total is around thirty in most spots, and probably going to close even below that. The last time an NFL game before this week had a total set less than thirty-one was two thousand five, and there are two such games this week: Patriots Steelers on Thursday and Jags Browns on Sunday. Uh, and we're supposed to find some winners for Thursday night football. So, you know, if you're watching the NBA in-season tournament on Thursday, that's cool. But if you have a second screen, sickos like us are going to have the football game on. Let's find some winners. And uh, this is, like you mentioned, a six-and-a-half-point spread, six spread um, in most spots. Mitchell Trubisky is a minus 300 money line favorite, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we stand uh, in this game. Uh, so – it's gonna be it's gonna be weird finding winners, but we're gonna do it anyway. Trevor, you're gonna start us off with something on the Steelers side. We also have you know breaking news that we have more projections out for both teams as of a few minutes ago. Shout out to Underdog for adding more options to the board. If you want to tell us uh, promo code Underworld upon entry, and let's dive into these picks. Trevor, start us off. Wow, they finally got it. They've only had two New England players, and they still don't have. Uh, you guys did see not. We got Najee news uh, right before the right before it went. So, um, man, we're going with our boy. We're going with Mitch Trubisky. This this line is too low for how they're going to have to use them. Um, I think they might be forced to run forward now. So, like that should be interesting. Um, you know, can they move forward? 
you know, uh, without Najee because you've seen since they made the, the change at coordinator, they just keep using the second best running back on the team. Now Kenny Pickett goes down and, uh, you know, they've used Mitch quite a bit. Uh, I mean, I think he played seven games last year. Um, you know, we had a big game versus Baltimore. Don't forget, he threw for 276 last year against Baltimore. So he has the opportunity to do that. Um, he's played a few games this year, but they've just, like, when they got Arizona, he was just, you know, when he came in, they just ran the ball down Arizona's throat because they can't stop anybody from running the ball. And New England has an above-average run defense, but uh, their pass defense has been suspect this year. Uh, the stat that surprised me of most when I was doing my digging for this is the Patriots are tied at 8.5 a dot defensively. That's basically tied like four through uh, eight in the league are tied basically right there at that eight and a half a dot. And then you got teams like the commanders who, you know, give up a bazillion yards. So um, I love that they have that a dot and that that's there for them in this matchup. And especially now with Najee going down, this is a spot they're going to use Warren out of the backfield. They're going to target Deontay. Um, and this line is moving. This is actually up to 183 at Caesars right now, and it's 181 at Enderdog uh, and a half. So we want to take the higher here for Mitch. Uh, in a game, we don't need him to score touchdowns, but there's going to be some offense. They need to, they're going to need to move the ball. Najee going questionable. Um, you know, this late in the week really says, hey, they're probably going to do it. And they'll, you know, I think New England is going to stack the box anyways to force them to throw. They want Mitch to win. Deontay is healthy. Pickens, you know, uh, Mr. Separation himself. Uh, but most importantly, uh, Firemuth is back. Uh, I love Pat this week. Uh, I think he'll get some opportunity there. Um, and I think this is even this is the kind of dirty game that you could, like, go with, like, an A-Rob pick for, like, uh, if you're playing DFS style and you want to build a fiver, you know, go use like an ugly A-Rob line or something. Uh, Cause like he'll catch one pass for 50 yards in this game. Yeah. I, I like the, uh, the A-Rob connection with Trubisky narrative. I, these are yeah. words that I'm saying out loud that this <laughs> off season, if you had told me on the show, we'd be talking about, yeah, I like that A-Rob and uh -huh. Trubisky <laughs> connection. This is where we stand, though. Um, and we got a little bump down by a yard as well here with Mitchell Trubisky. It's now 180 and a half. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, before the, the, the projection moves again, let's uh, talk the Patriots side real quick. And I'm, I'm uh, free rolling this. You know, I was prepared for, you know, all kinds of backups just in case, you know, projections moved or we saw new things show up. Uh, so that's what I'm doing here. And uh, I'm taking a guy that I took on the books last week. He disappointed me. I'm going right back to it. I'm taking Hunter Henry higher on yep. receiving yards. Um, and this is the one guy on the Patriots that I was hoping actually showed up on the board. We have it now. This is a perfect buy low spot. If you look at who Bailey Zappi has targeted uh, this season when he has uh, stepped into the game, uh, it's a bunch of the a bunch of the slot and the tight ends. That's that's basically it. There were a few dump offs to Ramondre in one uh, in uh, that Germany game where he came in, you know, sort of without a plan and just took his dump offs. And it was a close game. The Patriots actually had a shot at winning that one. Um, but overall, you look at uh, the the most common targets this game. And I actually, uh, you know, made a made a tweet about this. And if you're watching live on the show, you can you can follow along on the screen. 
Um, and you look at who he's targeted, and this was before the Chargers game, right? I made this tweet before the Chargers game. Demario Douglas, uh, the clear leader in the pack there, uh, some to Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, and uh, then it's just, you know, a, a free wheel of guys. But if you also look at the data analysis plus tool that Player Profiler does have, and I filtered um, through, you know, what role uh, he's targeting, and he's targeting a lot of the slot. Hunter Henry is a tight end that plays a lot out of the slot. And uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are heavy favorites in this game. And it probably rightfully so, because I don't sus- expect Bailey Zappi to sustain a full touchdown drive like ever, because he's not good. If you think Mac Jones is bad, Bailey Zappi is a lot worse. Um, but in this game, I think Patri- Patriots will be playing from behind. So even though there's a little bit of wind, they will still have to pass the ball a little bit. Uh, Hunter Henry, when he gets a few targets, like three to four targets, He's clearing this usually because he's also top five in the NFL at the position in ADOT. Uh, so he's probably the best pass catcher on the Patriots. And actually, not probably. Not probably. He definitely is. No, <laughs> tomorrow, no, no, not probably. Is. There is no probably. Yeah, there's no probably. But tomorrow he definitely is. I guess the only argument would be uh, with uh, Demario Douglas. Um, but Demario Douglas is out tomorrow. Uh, Ramondre also out. It's why you see Zeke Elliott lines. Uh, Devontae Parker, questionable. Juju Smith-Schuster questionable Patriots offensive line been bad all season long. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, another slot guy, also questionable. Someone has to catch the maybe 10 passes that uh, Bailey Zappi actually completes. Give me Hunter Henry. I love it. Uh, Side note. uh, I know this. They, the Pittsburgh Steelers are seventh worst defense in the NFL versus tight ends out of the slot. There you go. So, so yeah. So a little data to, to help a Han air out. When I saw the Henry up, I was like, okay, thank goodness. Cause we were looking at the two uh, pickups and we were like, it, it was kind of like, do you want to go step on Legos barefoot or do you want to have your pillows be hot when you go to sleep? Like both were bad options. Or option number three, Bet all your bankroll on Bryce Young. That's that's oh. an interesting one. Oh, there you go. Well, you know, not all of us could be up two thousand units in a week, so that's fair. <laughs> but that's that's going to be it, right? We're gonna we're gonna lock in the two pieces. We, we found two 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 picks that that we think are going higher. Which you know, if you look at Twitter right now and you look at all the the gambling cappers and you look at the pick'em experts on Twitter, everybody's taking lowers and in and, and, and unders in this game because. Yeah, both teams suck. Yeah. No one's going to connect on a pass. But this is where we pivot and pick the the couple of guys that will actually do their job relative to the market, right? And the market, too low on Mitchell Trubisky uh, and too low on Hunter Henry. Um, so that's going to be our two-piece for half a unit. We lock it in, tail us on, on underdog fantasy. And uh, when, you know, we are done with this game, when you know, after we hit this two-piece, uh, all – our efforts are going to be focused on the Sunday slate. We already talked about, you know, some games we're looking forward to. I predict, uh, you know, for game of the week, Bills, Chiefs, we'll, we'll, we'll have at least one of us will probably have an opinion on that, if not if not a pick. And we'll have opinions on most games. And, you know, barring maybe Jags, Browns, we'll probably have at least one pick and uh, lean for every game this week because I actually love the Sunday slate. And if you want to see our early leans for that, Make sure you head over to the Underdog Pick Generator on the DFS Dominator website and make sure you stay tuned in the Discord when we drop our bonus entries. But for now, we'll see you on Friday for the bonus show after hopefully 
we find a 2-0 winner. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.